boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Everybody, welcome back! Welcome back, analysis listeners. Welcome back, Mr. Jeremy Clements and Mr. Dan Franzo. Say hi to the people, guys. Hey! It was Franzo last time, which was the correct pronunciation, but we'll go with it. Okay. Well, hey, which... how you doing out there in Radio Land? Added <laughs> <laughs> Jobo and Blow Blow. And uh, Mr. JC, welcome back. Good to be back. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I was hoping we get more more Arnold voice. Um, I'm gonna ask you guys right now on a scale of one to ten, how many Arnold impressions do you guys want? Like, do you want a lot of me doing Arnold yeah. throughout this, or do you want very little? I want a lot. You want a lot? So would that, would that be easy. ten? I'm easy. Okay. Um, I like my jokes cheap. <laughs> I would prefer that maybe we take the first couple and then you give we me reassess. an opportunity to evaluate. Okay. Um, I don't want to just give you blanket 10, go all in on it, and then halfway through I walk out right. because it's so terrible. I understand that. I understand that. I want to keep you in mind, the two of you in this room, and also the people listening at home. I do not have a good Arnold impression. No. I have a few people that I do feel are in my wheelhouse that I have a lot of confidence doing. This man, who is frequently impersonated, I do not have. Also, a guy I don't have, which a lot of people do, is Chris Walken. But, you know, I, I could try to do it. It's, it's so... You know, what's funny about that, Bob, is that you do Pacino so well and guys that nobody else does so well, but the ones that everybody else can do really well, you can't seem to do. That's an interesting... Uh... A lot of people do Pacino, too. <laughs> but you know, I, Nobody does yeah. Pacino like you. I, I do McConaughey. But, uh, so with that said, you guys are here. You guys were on our last chop you guys had was for Tom Cruise, A Case for Tom Cruise, and you guys are back for another thrilling installment of A Case for. This time, we will be doing A Case for Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And we do that for our structure uh, in, in, two different, or in, in a few different ways. We're going to do Roses and Thorns, so we talk about his two best movies. We'll stick to one worst movie to allow us some, some opportunity to play some fun games I have played for today. So two, two best, one worst. The most underrated that we think there is, and then we're going to do some alternative casting. So, as always, when we're doing case fours, I like to first tee us up with some uh, opening feelings that we had when going through the exercise of making our list. So, what were some of our first feelings and impressions toward Arnold? Uh, Franzo, you picked Arnold Schwarzenegger for today, so I'm going to have you start off with us. Well, it goes back to um, kind of the reaction I got when I looked over Tom Cruise's movies. You think of Arnold Schwarzenegger as just um, this bodybuilding macho man, obviously he went into politics, but um, he's got a lot of, uh, I don't know if I want to say versatile roles, but he's been in a lot of great movies that kind of transcend genres, certain genres in Hollywood, and um, he's without a doubt, in my opinion, the greatest action hero of all time. Um, and... Let me, real quick, to put you on the spot, give me your, just the five. Like, the, the, the top five off the top of your head. Top five off the top of my head? Yeah. But then you're going to get my top two, and it would ruin that segment. No, your top five action stars of all time. Oh, okay. So oh, all right. Arnold, Sylvester Stallone, Jean-Claude Van Damme, um, 
Would you put Bruce uh, Willis? Bruce, in there? Bruce Willis, you got me. Um, and Steven then, Seagal. Um, Steven Seagal, I was gonna go with Jackie I thinking, Chan. I was thinking somebody other than Steven Seagal because none of his movies were that great. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa! Watch it. There's, that's a different segment. Yeah, that's, that's... the case for Steven Seagal coming out in uh, 2024. Yeah. But yeah, I would say those are pretty solid. Um, just name anybody from the Expendables. Yeah, true. Lundgren. Uh, yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Has the, has the Rock? He's in there now. Crack that top five. I don't. I would never put him in the same league as Arnold. We can have that conversation a little later. Uh, but I. Uh, I do believe that Rock has, is now in, in, in terms of the volume of work at least, he's in a consideration for, just, of his era. Absolutely. You call, who's the guy from uh, the movies where he's trying to find his daughter? Oh, Liam Neeson? <laughs> Would you consider Liam Neeson yeah, a great not? action star? He's done enough now. He's he got pretty redundant how there many, for a while. How many action movies does it take for you to be considered an action star? Right. That's a good question. That is a good question. So, like, like Liam Neeson's done, let's like say five. Is five movies enough for you to, to, to cross over into now no. I'm an action guy? Because no. Liam Neeson's very much he played no, Schindler's you can list. Say, right. no. Anyway, so uh, I so like these tangents. Top, top. Uh, so, so you you consider Arnold the gold standard? Arnold's I do as well. gold standard. What about you, JC? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with uh, with Dan as far as Arnold kind of being probably the first. Um, like action star as well. Just looking through his filmography, um, like his first movie was back in 1970, which was almost 50 years ago, which is incredible at this point. Um, to kind of push back a little bit on what Dan said regarding, like you think of him as an action star and then he's had some other movies where um, it was kind of not pigeonholed into a certain genre for me it was like either he did an action movie or he did a movie where there was like some comedic yeah part Fish out to of it water. right that's a good way um that's, that's, there that's wasn't way. really a lot of range outside of those two like he was either playing a funny guy or he was playing an action hero um and i'll touch base on that a little bit later when we get into like roles we would have liked to see him in but okay. Um, just, yeah, just going through all the movies and you just look at him and you're like, man, this dude was like as bankable as you could get in an action movie for 10 or 15 years there from like the early eighties through the mid nineties and really unrivaled. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think he brought a certain element of comedy to action that I guess I meant when he said, when I said he transcends genres because he had this certain, he, he had a genuine, natural, funny sense of humor. Like, yeah. and, and well, the thing with Arnold, we played this game when I was at uh, Comedy Sports, and it was called Last Action Joke, mm-hmm. and the, the bit was the audience, we would ask for a suggestion, the audience would give us any sort of household item, and Arnold had this linorama in movies, and it became kind of his catchphrases where he would have... Uh, he would kill somebody and say, like, let off some steam. <laughs> and there'd be, like, a steam pipe coming through. I mean, it just He right. always had, like, three or four of them yeah, in, yeah. in a movie. And so we would, you know, you'd get, like, a, a pencil. Pencil would be the, the, the item that we would get. And so we would pretend to kill somebody when we'd be like, you're dead, get the point. And so that would be like hey, make the would, puns like you make a yes. pun CIS or uh, old James Bond Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, you would like kill him and then you would like use Ooh. the thing as a pun. So at the end of this episode, right before I play you guys off, I'll have you guys give me an item, be thinking of the item, and then I'll try to last action joke. It. I'm like a little it. rusty, so that's one game that we're gonna build in today. 
But yeah, he was. That was kind of the fun thing. Was like the Arnold line. Like, what's the Arnold line gonna be? And just I can only imagine being my age now, but in the the wheelhouse of this, the late eighties yeah. and early nineties. Yeah. And in yeah. all these mat because it, it was just a different time. And then really, and we talked about it on the Bruce Willis podcast, but the the there was a, there was definitely a change in in tone and shift in action movies where oh, once yeah. Die Hard happened. And it was like the everyman. And then yep. it was more instead of like... Because Arnold was very much um, killing like 300 or 400 people in these movies. The Invincible Man yep. no longer was appealing. And, and the everyman kind of taking out like eight or nine terrorists versus 200. Uh, but but Arnold was the guy taking out the 200. Which which has its own charm. I, I just, in terms of my observations, I watched a ton of these because they're only 90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> they're really easy watches. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really turn off your brain stuff, but also you have a lot of fun with it. Um, I also found myself when I was making this list gearing, there was two types of Arnolds I was realizing. There's like former military ops Arnold, and then there's sci-fi Arnold. And I was, yeah. I found myself gravitating more towards sci-fi Arnold than I did military Arnold. So those were just some things I thought were... Just quick observations. It's hard. It's hard. Also, I just thought it was really funny. In the movie Commando, his his superior comes up to him and he's like, you're getting too old for this, John Matrix. Yeah. And that movie was made in 1985. That's yeah. Which is really weird because he was doing, yeah. he ended up doing action movies well into the early 2000s, yeah. which is like 20 years later. Yeah. But there's a moment in his career. How old was he in 85? I don't know. I think he was born in like 45. No. Really? Yeah, late 40s, mid to late 40s. So he was probably right around 40 years old at that point, I would think. Uh, he is born in 1947, yeah. July 19th, July 30th. So Happy uh, early birthday. Happy Arnold. early birthday. Happy Five early, days Early birthday, Arnold. Arnold. Hope, hope you're listening. He is definitely listening. He's uh, dialed in. So before we get to our structure of our two best and one worst, I wanted to give people a rundown of the filmography just so they can have a, a basis on what we were looking at. Uh, the Rotten Tomato splits. Uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is actually working at 41%, so 16 fresh, 23 rotten. That's got to be an error. No. no. Uh, his <laughs> highest ranked was Terminator 2 at 92%. Total Recall came in second at 82%, and then his lowest rated was Batman and Robin, where he played Mr. Freeze. That mm -hmm. was 10%. In terms of nominations, not a lot on this list. Nope. Uh, two Golden Globe nominations, uh, and one was for... It's two, like a Best Newcomer in Yeah, Best movie. Newcomer, and then uh, Stay Hungry acting debut, he won. He actually won a Golden Globe for when they were giving away Best Acting Debut. Uh, he also uh, has been nominated several times for Razzies. Um, oh, and excuse me, in 1995, he was nominated for Best uh, Comedy Performance in um, Junior, the movie Junior. So he, he made the list in terms of Best Comedy Performance that year. Yikes. Several Razzies. He's won several Razzies. One year. time he was nominated for uh, a Worst On-Screen Duo with himself for the movie The Sixth Day. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, more of... Not not necessarily a, a critical. I bet he's player. got a lot of uh, MTV movie awards though. A lot of MTV it's movie awards. Blasphemy that the Razzies would sink so low to nominate Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's not going for best actor, so why would you put him as worst actor? He's not. Always yeah, going the Razzies should be for people that Razzies are going for it. They're trying super seriously. <laughs> right. Fuck you, Razzies. There are people that try and then fail. Yeah, Arnold's be, just like I don't give a shit. Give a shit. 
He's just having right. fun out there, man. So That's anyway, the the filmography starts uh, to JC's point. Yeah, Hercules in New York, 1969, and then reading these in order: uh, Long Goodbye, Stay Hungry, The Villain, Pumping Iron, A Scavenger Hunt, Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Destroyer, The Terminator, Red Sanja, Commando, Raw Deal, Predator, The Running Man, Red Heat, Twins, Total Recall, Kindergarten Cop, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Dave. The Last Action Hero, True Lies, Junior, Eraser, Jingle All the Way, Batman and Robin, that 10%, End of Days, The Sixth Day, Dr. Doolittle 2, Collateral Damage, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, The Rundown, Around the World in 80 Days, The Kid and I, Expendables, Expendables 2, The Last Stand, Escape Plan, Sabotage, The Expendables 3, Maggie, Terminator Genesis, Aftermath, Killing Gunther, and then Terminator 6, I have written down here, is, is coming out in 2019, and then King Fury 2 is to be announced. So a few movies in the world. Can't wait. Can't wait. Book it. <laughs> you guys wanted the impressions. So with that said, let's get into our structure. I'm going to start with Dan, because you chose this actor. Give me your favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger. Without a doubt, T2 Judgment Day. Very good. We once did out in, in high school. We had to put together a um, a video about some subject the teacher gave us, and we had our opening uh, song that the theme to Terminator Two. I've also yeah. been on, I've also been on the ride about 20, 25 yeah. times at Universal Studios. It holds a special place in my heart. I think it's what opened me up to sci-fi as a kid. That movie kicked T One's ass, and it was like so. Like, mind-blowing for that time to think about the machines taking over the world, right? Yeah. So, it, it was on a lot of levels just a really great film, great blockbuster, just action-packed, big special effects, big budget, um, fresh idea from James Cameron, and uh, all things considered, I think it's what really, I don't know the timeline of it, but I think it might have been the movie that put Arnold on the map. He was pretty on the map by then, but yeah. it, it's definitely his best yeah. movie. Of it was all. a big, big breakthrough that, that had like huge grossing numbers too, right? It had to have been his highest grossing film up to that point. Terminator was very the original Terminator was very possible. Uh, this is still his highest grossing of all time. Of all time, so, yeah. so this movie had fifteen times the original budget. Yeah, I saw that. The the original movie's budget did. Well, it made hundred and ninety eight million dollars and the average ticket price at the time of 1991, was $4.75. Wow. That's pretty so crazy. So the foot traffic, I don't know what the math is on that, and I went to acting school, so I didn't learn math, but the foot traffic is just insane. A lot this of people. Back, yeah, this was back when people were going yeah. to movies at the mall. People yeah. were going to movies everywhere. Uh, it, it was so huge. Yeah, so I chose the, the likely choice in Terminator 2. Uh, yeah. To piggyback on that, I think, and it was also in my top two, um... For me, it it came out, I think, like eight years after the original. So there was like a good period of time there between the Terminator and then T2. And in the Terminator, how many lines would you guess? I don't know the answer to this, but if you had to take a guess in the Terminator, how many lines do you think Arnold had? It's That's a good question. It's less than 20. I was going to say maybe five to yeah. ten. Somewhere in that range. And then in T2... 
he was like every line he had every was, line he had was great was quotable yeah. right it was great so it was a totally and different you, performance and you also have to consider and maybe we can speak to Arnold's acting abilities here if we, if we ever could um, <laughs> Terminator 1 he plays the bad guy yeah Terminator 2 he wins audiences over as the good guy I understand that there are real brilliant people in the world there's actually brilliant people but the choice to take Arnold, and, and that's kind of a testament to the original Terminator and Arnold Schwarzenegger, that the villain could be yeah. that popular and, and that loved to go, we have to make, we have to find a way, story-wise, to make this guy our And hero. lovable. Yeah. Super lovable. But the, the, the story makes total sense. Yeah. Like, and, and this movie, if you watch the original Terminator, Terminator 2 is twice as complicated, which oftentimes means worse. Yeah. But this movie is... I really like this movie so much more. And, and with respect to Terminator, this movie is, is a vastly better film. The story is fantastic. It moves along. Name a scene in this movie that you would cut. Just take, name a time that when you're watching Terminator, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna skip this part. Yeah, there's really not not one that I can think of where you're like, all right, let's let's get on with it. You can jump into it at any point yep. in the movie and and just watch it. Into that, anytime it's on TV, it's one of those right. movies. Boom, yeah. you're instantly hooked. TNT rewatch it. Yeah, off. absolutely. Yeah. Let me talk about also. I want to appreciate, and this isn't our own Schwarzenegger podcast. I want to appreciate Linda Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Because she, the movie is has surprisingly good acting. Yeah. So to, because she's like, she's not crazy. Just because she's in a mental institution doesn't mean that she's crazy. Obviously, she's speaking a lot of truth to these people, but she just comes off as crazy. Yeah. Uh, but just all of all of the emotion that she goes through in this. Uh, also, it's kind of some early. It's one of the first, in my experiences, chick that kicks ass. Yeah, she she's was, not like a sexy chick that needs to be saved. Like she's, she built. was ripped up. And yeah. JC, you're a you're a trainer. You're a cross trainer at a few different Chicago studios here. A little plug to Thanks JC. for that. Yeah, you guys are trying to get you know get Linda Hamilton swole. Maybe <laughs> call it JC or Arnold swole. But yeah, we'll she's in there. Right. She's doing some original yeah. CrossFit. She's got pull ups. Yeah, and then she's taking out like ten dudes in the hospital when she escaped. Yeah, she was. Uh, but then, she was a scary chick. But then can do loving mother. Yes. Like she does the mother stuff really well too. At certain points in the movie, for sure. So I want to give her uh, Edward yep. Furlong is awesome. awesome in this movie, um, and like the relationship if, between Furlong and Arnold was one of the better incredible. on-screen duels. Oh, the chemistry was awesome. Yeah. Um, right yeah I think that right up there with Elliot and E.T. Oh, nailed you know it. What? Um, just always coming through but Furlong and think about if you miss in that and obviously James Cameron had a very heavy hand in in who he chose and and he's writing this so he's writing characters for certain types of actors too I believe but if you pick a dweeby kid if you pick a kid that kind of rubs people the wrong way that's just it's a really important character and one that's often overlooked in the success of that movie I feel I mean he's John Connor he's he's the principal in a way but it's like it's it's a very challenging role in the success of the movie. You you have to speak to him being a part of that and being integral. I, I just want to throw some love his way. Sure. Um, also, the idea to it's no longer like Arnold versus people, but mm-hmm. the machines are fighting each other. So then you could actually have some combat 
with it because you would never be able to fight the people right. really don't when you see them fighting the machines it's nothing he's just in that asylum like throwing yep. these mm. guys around but yep. to to add like a foil that's also a machine it was a great idea and then to not only do that but to to cast robert patrick who mm-hmm. basically looks like you dan with with all respect like he's pretty solid slender. solid hair he's got really solid hair He's, but like he's so like was Robert Patrick. He's to T one thousand. Yeah. Oh heck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know his name in real life. <laughs> but like he's kind of like he's kind of got like, a high and tight military cut. Don't compare my hair to his. The top Not part his hair, is. but like you're just your part. general your general nature. You're saying I'm symmetrical. Yeah, you're symmetrical. I'll share that. Anyways, but he's kind of <laughs> like a smaller guy. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's like, like makes him that, that much like creepy and scary and deadly because yeah. he's smaller. Yeah. And then and then so the T one thousand is just. On its other level, in yeah. terms of a villain, just and great casting all around in that movie, for sure. Or do you have your... any objections? No, I have. I have not any casting that I'd really change in this. Um, what's your favorite T one thousand bit of like the, when he is does it, the run, the run, oh, the run with the, the scissor hands? Back in like, yeah, when he jams into the back in the in the yeah, trunk of the car, the slides and the car slides and he slides. I remember they did a uh, a parody of that on The Simpsons with Homer. Um, when he was the T-1000, and he, for some reason, I don't remember the exact reason why, but same thing happened, he rolls off the back of the car. I mean, and the other thing that's scary about him is that he can morph into people. Yeah, morph, because yeah, he got the two cops going against each other. Uh, I love the scene when he's, like, crossing the bars in the asylum, and the gun gets Gets stuck. stuck. It's like the one piece of... Right, matter that because yeah, he can't he can't morph into an inanimate object. It has to be a person. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, it's awesome. It was uh, a great character, super creepy. I think your point to him not being some huge yeah, guy. Yeah, it's another Arnold. Who yeah, cares? If right, it's Lundgren, exactly. it's like all right. But they changed it so that his power wasn't necessarily his size. It was his brute force. Right. Yeah. Um. So I agree. And then. So some some shout outs when they freeze him and mm-hmm. you think it's over, and he's yeah. like still fucking coming. The it's almost that like Michael off. Myers like yeah. slow. It is. It he, is. He, he does sprint and sometimes like there's one time he almost runs down John Connor on yeah, the bike on the bike the motorbike. But just a lot of times he's got that like Mike Myers pace. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's still fucking coming although he's frozen and yeah. the legs are breaking off and then he falls and shatters and then all the shit gets all the just gets morphed back together. So, you said you're in your top two is Terminator 2. So, T2 was in my top two, yes. So, I'd be interested to see if you're ready to move on. If no, you, if, I'm, I still want to say, because I have one more game okay, I want to okay, play. Okay, 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 go. So, the final game I want to add into today, uh, just sending some love to the maniac known as Darcia Hill. Mm. Every single movie we talk about today, I would like you to <laughs> cast Darcia into one of the characters. Oh, oh okay. Who would Darcia play? He'd be the guy that is. Uh, can I go? go? No, absolutely. Go for it. He would be the guy. Who you were ready. Like, you had this uh, locked and loaded. You know, you go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh I'm man. Gonna double check my guess. I have two. I, I have two. I can lead off because it's my game, and, and you guys. Are. Perfect. Go for it. So the first one is the uh, the dunce cop who's getting the coffee mm-hmm. and sees himself and just stares at himself for like ten minutes. Still, still very confused. Yeah, he gets stabbed, gets stabbed in the eye. In the eye. Uh, also, just any one of the orderlies that gets picked up by the face <laughs> and thrown through. In through the a opening wall. bar uh, scene. No, no, no. The orderly at the. Oh, okay, okay. She okay. comes across like forty guys, just basically security, but in white pants and yeah. like little white shoes. Uh, I could see Dusty going, "Hey, what, what's going on?" <laughs> they pick up his face and they just throw him through a window. 
Uh, so those would be my two. Or he could be the the lame sidekick that tries to slow Arnold down in the beginning at the arcade, the Bobby Glutnik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, he just gets like thrown out of the way. Yeah. One of those. One of those three losers. Yeah, I was gonna go. My first thought was um, John Connor's friend in the arcade in the beginning. Um, Bobby Butnick from Salute Your Shorts. Yes, that okay. tries to slow him down. But those are those are really good, um, like like not main characters that he could play. Um, yeah, outside of that, I don't I don't really see many characters in the movie that he could play because he's it's just not this isn't a yeah, good movie a good for him necessarily. I'm just throwing out just for for uh, comedic purposes the uh, the guy who tries to stop Arnold from stealing the guy whose clothes he just stole's bike. <laughs> yeah, in the bar in the <laughs> beginning. He then goes on to swipe the shotgun out of his hands and grab the sunglasses out of his pocket, yeah. which oh. completes the cut the outfit. The sunglasses. Yeah. So I mean, just for comedic purposes, yeah, it really that's it. That's my bike. Do it, Darcy, <laughs> just put him in that. Yeah, character. I agree. And then he might get a laugh. Like, yeah, he's nerdy, wimpy. Gets his stuff just to boost it from him. Also, with the shotgun, Pathetic. I love the shotgun piece, and I also love the one-handed reloads. That yes. Yeah, the one-handed reloads when he has it in the rose box, yeah. and he gets the famous line, get down! Get yeah, hey, that's a good that's one. one. Okay, He's, his is better than mine. Uh, I I just, I love that whole segment with the the mall into the the bikes, the, the motorcycle. The chase. And then the T-1000 steals them from, we're in trucking, we're in transportation, yeah. but steals them on the, on the, but then, like, the shit, it's like, basically the whole movie's like a two Imagine having to file a claim for that. Man, that's, <laughs> that's gonna take up a day. Yeah, right there. That, that's uh, part of that hundred million dollar budget. That's that something. Like, that's something Cedric and Tremaine to be handling. Though you wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't touch. But that. also the the um, this is the first movie to win uh, Academy Awards, having its predecessor first sequel. Excuse me, to win Academy Awards, having its predecessor never having having been nominated. <laughs> so this won four awards, mostly tech. It's very much facts, its own movie too. Sounds yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. it, was, uh, it was also nominated for cinematography, uh, but um, uh, just. The CGI in this is, is really cool, and it still, for the most part, holds up. Uh, just no, when, it's when, great, when yeah. he gets that blow, hole blown through his eye, or when his face yeah, completely splits, splits or just all the little bullet holes. Just really, really cool shit. So, obviously, uh, this is um, up there with uh, Godfather 2 in terms of best sequel yeah. of all time. This just, is yeah. amazing James Cameron. James Cameron has done a lot of really awesome movies, but this is one from our childhood, one... Six MTV Movie Awards, including Best Performance, there Best Single Performance, Best Movie. So, definitely a movie of the people. Who needs the Good Oscars? Movie. Good, exactly. movie to, good movie to start with. Cool. I did set up some extra time so we could make sure we gave a, a, a lot of love to T2. Uh, so, uh, JC, let's go into your second favorite. So, my second favorite uh, Arnold movie, I was narrowed it down to two. Um, it was either Total Recall which I would rank third, and I put True Lies at number two. Um, the, the reason why I like True Lies, I think that wasn't too long after T2 came out, and this was kind of my first experience with Arnold, like being an action star, but also being like a husband, and having like, a, like a job in the government and like more of being like a believable being a believable person yeah. and not just like some indestructible character in a movie um, so he had his government job he was like a, a spy and he dealt with all those things as opposed to just being a robot or being some crazy 
dude in the middle of the jungle with this huge machine gun all the time. So his performance was great. Love the chemistry between him and Jamie Lee Curtis. I loved the back and forth banter between Arnold and Tom Arnold in the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought they played each other, played Early off each other. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is a very sexy yes. scene in that movie. Yes. Very sexy. Very she nice she was suspiciously sexy yes. in that movie. She said she did um, a thousand sit-ups a day or yeah, something. Yeah, again, like, great CrossFit. shape. We got the CrossFit again, baby. Yeah, it's just, it just sells itself. Um, <laughs> but that would be number two for me, like I said. A change for me in seeing him in that role where he was still an action hero, but he was also, like Dan said, an actual believable person. Um, that had like a job in the government and went home to his wife and left every day. And I think they had a daughter or a son in the movie that yeah, hated so him. That hated him. Uh-huh. Um, so you, Screw you, Dad. Yeah. Get on my, my motorcycle with my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so all those elements, and he was still like a badass action hero in the movie as well, um, kind of brought it all together for me. So that's why I picked number two, although I love Total Recall. I, We're going to get into Total Recall too because you guys double dipped. So I'll give you Total Recall after we get done with this one. Uh, you, any thoughts on True Lies before I get in here? No, you guys covered it pretty well. It's it's a modern action comedy. We, we talked about how he does them both. I think this movie definitely uses all his skills yeah. and, and has them all playing in, range, a, in a balance. His, the his range, massive range. range. Is, is a subjective word. But it's, <laughs> he just, and he's only a lot more comfortable at this point in his career. Yeah. Again, it's James Cameron. They really in a way kind of poke fun of the genre a little bit because it's it's basically Arnold doing James Bond. Yeah. And there's some really... it's I really like Tom Arnold in this movie. He was great. It's called Ice and it gets a little slick. Yeah. And just kind of the pudgy sidekick with the Smart tech, tech turn. Smart alecky, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, he's almost got that, like, here's your... the James Bond, like, here's your new gadget. You've got yeah. the, the cigarette sunglasses... And but uh, Arnold's just a lot Cute. of fun in it. Also, um, my my definite nominee is uh, an underrated character in this is Bill Paxton. Yeah, as the shitty car salesman who's like trying to her fool tease. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. yeah, I'm this I'm this guy. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But then when confronted that with an good, actual, that is, that is a good character. Didn't he piss himself? He pisses yeah. himself. Yeah. which definitely now is. Were they is, gonna click in a pen or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He pisses himself twice in the movie. Right. He's, he's also like he's a, a he's a caterer <laughs> yeah. at the party at the end of the movie, yeah. and they get him again. But it's lipstick. She puts yeah. lipstick in his back, and he pisses himself. Right. So because of the two pants pissing moments, I would say definitely the Darcia character. Agreed. Uh, it's pretty solid. But um, just all around the cast. Very, very fun. Uh, this movie has some really cool action scenes, yeah, too. Yeah, awesome action and scenes. On the bridge. Again, another Arnold, you'll fire. Yes. He guys, does the, the guy's on the, on the, on the plane. missile. Yeah. I mean, he fires the missile. Gotta have some good one-liners. You do. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a really great... Tri- uh, it, it just kind of like... It's, it's, it's okay living in the absurd, in the plot. Oh, so yeah. Ridiculous that, yeah. you know, it's, it's like... Arnold's like chasing someone down on a horse at one point. Yeah. He's chasing a car. He like borrows a police horse <laughs> yeah. and he runs you know, down. I haven't seen thing. that one in a while. Then um, he gets on the ad- elevator with the horse. With the horse on the elevator, I, yeah. Yeah, I had the option. I think the guy's on a motorcycle. Yeah, there's the guy's on an adjacent elevator yeah. in a motorcycle and Arnold gets on the horse. And then yeah. there's a horse bit with like 
get guy in the el- there's someone else in the elevator that needs to make room. Yeah. yeah well, prepping for this, I had the choice between Eraser and True Lies, and for mm. whatever reason, I chose Eraser. <laughs> and now you're like, <laughs> I, I should have chose True Lies because I, I saw it such a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But I I remember both of them being kind of similar and. and and uh, apparently, True Lies trumps Eraser big time, huh? Well, let's not want Eraser as their top two. I can't imagine anyone's putting Eraser as their top two. Let's ping pong. Why did you have Eraser on it? What were what were some of your? Uh, I just came up first on. Uh, I knew it was going to be True Lies or Eraser. Came up first on Prime. That's that's the only reason why. That's it. And I didn't I didn't remember <laughs> Man, much conviction. about. I didn't remember much about either of them, um, but. After I started Eraser, I got like halfway through and I, I saw how poor the scores were and I didn't finish. I think True Lies... <laughs> but this Lies, is in your top I two? Think, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. You, Eraser is not in my top two. Oh, no, okay. no, no. All right. Did you want to go to my top two? You guys still talk I think True we're, Lies? I think we're done with True Lies. I'm going to do my number one oh, outside of Terminator 2, which is... I'm here! Do it! Do it! I'm here now! <laughs> Do it. Oh, Predator. Predator. That's mine. That's one of mine too. All so right. Here we go. So we double dip again. All and then, right. So we'll do Predator and we'll come back around to Total Recall. So my number two is Predator. Again, name a skippable scene. I agree. And it was also one of the original Expendables. Okay. All you had um, Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura. Yeah. You had Carl uh, Weathers. Carl Weathers. You had just a bunch of uh, maybe B-list action stars, but it was all of them in a jungle, like Jeremy said in Arnold's early days of mm-hmm. being a commando. Or was that you? Um, Me. Where he was kind of this is Arnold. Commando yeah. genre, and for goodness sake, I mean, it was a horror film, too, and it was a hell, yeah. hell, hell of a, a, a monster. Yeah. yeah. And everything about it, the music, the score of that movie is awesome. Alan Silvestri, who did uh, score the same score so for Die Hard. He did uh, the same score for Forrest Gump, too. He's mm. just, he, he basically, I know um, uh, John Williams gets the most love for the yeah, iconic, Star Wars. But Sylvester is, is just yeah, has are good. fantastic. And the score is like, pumps you. That's I could a suspense, go with, thriller, horror, mystery, whatever you want to call it, like, throughout. It's a crossover, like I said, and that's kind of was my point earlier in that there's... The com- there's the army Arnold, but then there's the sci-fi, and this is both. Mm-hmm. But it also mixed with horror elements, uh, which is amazing. I could lift weights to the soundtrack, especially. Yeah. And the soundtrack is so critical because there's a lot of this movie that's played in silence. There's a lot of hand signals. Yeah. There's a lot of like, flank this guy hand signals. And how am I doing with the accents, with the impression? No. Uh yeah, it's 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 all right. Okay. I mean, but there's a lot of like flank. Do it. <laughs> There's a lot of hand signals and stuff, so like the the score in in, in the score causing suspense is is super critical. Yeah, all uh, the way through, it's it's a wild ride, man. I love that movie. That's great. Love that movie. The the final half hour, once it's Arnold versus, once all the guys yeah, are yeah. Yeah. fucking awesome. It yeah. is, man. That's the only yeah. way to describe yeah. it. It's just it's a movie that gets you jacked to watch, man. And also, it gives you get to the chop off. Yeah, get to the, the chop off. The iconic. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what the guy says that Predator mimics. He's ugly motherfucker. Huh? I can't remember. It just, just. Oh yeah, the, the Predator like uses the voice. Box. He mimics the guy who's shaving his face and the razor breaks on his face. And what does he say? That then he like the Predator whispers throughout the forest. 
I can't remember. I can't remember either. Uh, uh, yeah, it's not my top two, so okay. it's on you guys. I'm surprised not your top two. I mean, I was, I was expecting you get, you and and it's, it's great. Completely. Listen, it's great. It's a great movie. I love it. So you and I, you only have two. Essential. Yeah, it's true. So, so you and I have the same top two, Bob. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I had I. It's to me, it's very clear. It's Predator and Terminator. I also really want to talk about uh, Total Recall as well, just because I think that's up there. But this is Predator and Terminator Two, and Terminator are essential. Arnold Schwarzenegger. My kids will be watching. We're not Predator Two with Danny Glover in the city. No. Yeah. That- Exactly. Not any, really any of the Terminators after Terminator 2 as well. No. Genesis or anything. It's any too bad. Uh, Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines was not terrible. Um, but there was no Sarah Connor. There was no. No anything that anyone likes. Yeah. No. But. There was Nick Stahl. Yeah. So. There's a female Terminator in that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Whatever. Predator. Great movie. Uh, who are we casting Darcia as in the Predator? I think it's to me. <laughs> He's it's, the guy who's everyone dies. His, everyone Mac, does. Max shaves his face yes, and there's Max. no beard on that it. That's yes, true. That's, Max. that's perfect. Darcy totally is Max. Constantly yes. talking about this beard that is never growing on his face. It's totally so Max. Max. That is. That's the guy. Mac, yeah, that, that's Mac, Mac. It's Mac. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, otherwise that's and he's also the least in shape of all of the. All of <laughs> Maybe Shane Black. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Matt clearly Darcia's character. So let's get into Total Recall, okay. shall we? let's do it. Another sci-fi, part of my, my sci-fi angle here. What do, you, what do you love about it? Um, It was like a crazy... It was on another planet. I, I don't think I'd ever seen a movie that was based um, somewhere outside of Earth at that point. Outside of, like, Star Wars, but this was, like, living on Mars. Like they were living on this, in our on the world. Planet. Yeah, it was right. It was universe. like our universe, but yeah. living on yeah, yeah. Mars. Um, and the story was wild. Um, the action sequences in it are wild. Um, there's some creepy, creepy, creepy like stuff. Martian. Like, I guess they're Martian. The guy right? in the stomach. Yeah. yeah, that's the most uh, uh, Watto or whatever his name is. When Watto. yeah, when it pops out, you have Arnold with that lady's head on that just comes off and then turns into a and they're bomb. Taking the thing out of the nose too, right? Yeah, pulling the thing out of the nose. Scene, man. Yeah. And then the, whether at the bar, the lady has three boobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, she's yeah. That's before I saw fit, the movie when the, when the mask breaks and when his face turns. Yeah, into, um, there's a lot of imagery in that that is just like there's a lot of practical effects in this. Yeah, that I agree. I really appreciate. Um, it's and before CGI. Yeah, so and it was about claymation. Some of this, yeah. and it, it was just about like, like kind of like the haves and the have-nots on Mars, where like they were just trying to get like oxygen, right? They just needed the oxygen. Oxygen the, is the currency. Is the currency so? Um, yeah, it was just a wild movie. I, again, another movie that when it comes on, can kind of hop into it for me at any scene and watch it. Um, they had like the virtual reality stuff where he goes and he picks like his his ideal situation. Like Sharon Stone's in it. Um, the other, I don't know her name, but the the female lead like that he is actually involved with is in it. And he plays like four different characters. It's just a crazy movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's fun though. What do you? Your hypothesis at the end where he's like, "I just had a thought." What is this is all a dream. Yeah. God, my, my that, it's getting worse as but, we go. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might be at its limit. But yeah. in terms of that, do you think it's a dream or do you think all of it actually happened? Do you think Quaid is? I don't. Uh, 
I don't dwell on those those MacGuffins or what are they called in movies? A MacGuffin. MacGuffins. I don't dwell on those. Like I just watched Inception, and it's just you, you beat yourself up thinking about that shit. Yeah, unanswerable questions. It was a, it was a fun ride. Okay, so, I would agree. I would kind of agree with that philosophy where you just want to enjoy it and not overthink it. Well, this um, one, this isn't necessarily overthinking it or looking because there's very much a question. It is. That's what to, you want it. They want you to think that yeah, or wonder. They about want us that to have this end. conversation. So you're For just sure. gonna say you're gonna take it at face value. He actually this it's entire fun time. to speculate, but at the end of the day, um, what I want to believe is that it wasn't a dream because okay. I think that's a cop out in, in storytelling. Okay, fair enough. I like that philosophy. I've always wanted to believe it wasn't a dream as well. Yeah. So let's all let's all just agree. <laughs> it's not a dream. Cool. Uh, so uh, this one, in terms of some of the things that don't hold up. First of all, Sharon Stone, very attractive. I forget how attractive <laughs> Sharon Stone is. She looks very nice in this movie. Oh, but there's please. a scene. This was her she, heyday. She's in a fight with Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. and he punches her in the face through a wall. Yep. So I don't know if they make this movie today. She, but she was like giving it to him too. They were going back and forth for a while there. <laughs> to yeah. not punch her would be sexy. It wasn't just, and I'm to not saying, not right? I'm not here. Yeah, I'm not saying that it was it was justified on his end. But I'm saying they made the movie so that she was like beating his ass for a little bit of the time. Like I wasn't always sure that he was eventually going to take her down. Like she was getting him. She hit him in the nuts. I think at one point. Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like she was just like helpless, like oh my god, stop, Arnold. Could he have just kind of restrained her? Sure, correct. But you know, it doesn't have <laughs> the, <laughs> the well, you just dramatic effect. Is a they are also punch. When you watch the world heavyweight lifting champion or bodybuilding <laughs> champion punch right. a ninety pound woman through a wall. It just looks it looks different. It looks They're also on Mars. <laughs> that's true. Well, he punches her through the wall on Earth. Oh, that's right. They were before on Earth at that point before he goes to Mars, but. Uh, if we're casting Darcia in this, uh, the cab driver, yeah, uh, Benny, immediately, who at the one robot point, robot cab driver, no, 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 the the, the one that turns into like turns yeah, on him, the the one who turns on him, he's he's half right, right, There's right, a scene right. where they're in the the strip in this uh, right the strip bar, and he is fondling the the woman with three boobs. And yes. He goes, hey, you want to fuck a mutant? <laughs> <laughs> Guy turns around. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'm not saying Darcy has ever done that, but I just say if I had to cast Darcy in something, I am 100 percent on board with that, that cast. Stomach and stomach. Also, face, there's man. there's multiple parts of the movie where he walks into this, and his only line is, "Hey, man, I got five kids to feed." <laughs> yeah. <That's Darcy laughs> Come on, man, I got five kids to feed. <laughs> Yeah, so, that is, uh, that's uh, that's Darcy. But he could also play the annoying robot cab driver that gets ripped out. Yeah, yes. either one, either cabby. Uh, I think Darcia is is winning his Razzie. I board. agree. So uh, cool. We we basically we we had a lot of double dits, which I anticipated when you when you talk about Arnold Alzheimer's. Uh, let's get into we we've talked about some roses here. Let's get into some thorns. So we're going to do one thorn each in terms of uh, least favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. I'm going to kick it over to you, JC, first. Okay. Um, I went with one that you mentioned earlier is lowest Rotten Tomato score, uh, Batman and Robin. Just uh, an yeah. atrocious movie. Um, especially with the, like the Batman franchise and thinking about the heights that it had seen and now 
where it had Kilmer been now. Kilmer. That was yeah, that was the Kilmer. The Kilmer. Oh Batman. no, excuse me. That Kilmer was Clooney. Was Clo- was Clooney. Yeah, that was Clooney with with yes. Chris O'Donnell um, as Robin, right? Chris O'Donnell's career. That movie effectively ended Chris O'Donnell's career. That was it. Yeah. It, it's just it's just terrible. Um, I don't really have a Alicia lot. Silverstone. Yeah, she is in it as well. Yeah, um, and um, Jim Carrey as the Riddler. No, no, Jim that Carrey. Was forever. Oh, that was Batman. Oh, that was, that was Batman Forever. Yes, Batman oh, and Robin. Show in that one. The cast of Batman Forever, which is not the movie we're talking. No, about. this is Batman. Tommy and Robin. Lee Jones is Two Face. Yes, Jim Carrey is the Riddler. Val Kilmer is Batman, and Chris O'Donnell is in that movie as well. Yes. This movie has Uma Thurman as Ivy. Poison, Ivy. Poison Ivy. It has somebody in a mask, not Tom, not Tom Hardy as Bane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, right. And then it has obviously Mr. Arnold Freeze. Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. Yeah. And then Clooney as Batman. Yes, it's just terrible. Um, like I said, I don't have a ton to say about it. I don't enjoy the movie at all. I thought his character was—it's just dumb. People um, are really resentful of Joe Schumacher, who took over the reins after. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. He he was the one who did. He decided not to cast Robin Williams, and he cast Jim Carrey, which a lot of people are against. Uh, he he he's the one who made it kind of more family friendly. He was trying mm. to sell a lot more toys, and the Law of Diminishing Returns definitely yeah. comes from that. Arnold's they really tried to play up, and they thought the audience would play along more with like we're just going to all those one liners that we add once mm. a movie. We're just going to have his whole character just be do that. those. So he was just lying this entire time, and I think people were tired of it. Yeah, and it also, brutal. they were just watching a bad movie. Yeah. Maybe if that was in a good movie, they would have played along, but the fact that the movie was also bad, yeah. they, you know, there, there's, there's rumors that Chris O'Donnell and Arnold Schwarzenegger had multiple scenes together, but never actually filmed them in the same room. The, the production is, is a big story. He decided to put nipples on Batman, which is mm. which is like Hollywood legend now. There's just a, yeah on the suit, on the suit, yeah. Uh, just wrong choice after wrong choice. Joel Schumacher just essentially snags. So they uh, it's just just not a great movie. His lowest rated movie. Yeah, and I'm right there with him. So cool, Danny. All right, um, this one was pretty easy for me. Uh, it traumatized me as a child, and um, I think that's because we think of Arnold as. Mr. Macho Man, masculinity, and uh, somehow he's having a child. <laughs> oh, that was right up there. Junior, too. obviously. Um, the concept. I well, thought, I thought, I thought, I thought it was ludicrous. Um, I thought it should have just been ever shown to the public. It's just it's terrible. He's getting choked up right now. What's this? It was yeah. so bad. It was so bad. Why would Arnold... I, I'll never understand why he would choose that movie. Was What's the rating? Because everyone Rotten else turned it down. What's the rating on Rotten Tomatoes for you? It's pretty poor, I think, as well. It's it's poor, but what's the? I also because I Danny DeVito's in that too, right? Yes. Yeah. Why did just what's the science behind it? It's so like bad. how did they? What's something where they they like steal an egg Arnold and inject him? It was. It's just. It's absurd. It's yeah. And I won't. I will not give it any more time. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not good. That's None it. of us even bothered to rewatch it to, to share. No, it. it pissed me off so much as a kid. Yeah, that movie, that movie, thirty six percent. Yeah. So it's a full twenty. Can you read a good review on that movie? <laughs> yeah, let me let me Just find a, let me find one of the positive ones. Let me find one here. Happy, healthy, bouncing baby of a movie. Done <laughs> by Rick Gorin of the Globe and, and Mail, a publication which probably no longer. Oh, exists. yeah, it's 
Uh, and then the plot is more fertile ground for comedy than sp- a sperm milkshake. No. Oh. That made Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito's brothers uh, in the Reitman twins. I don't know. I don't know what the hell that meant. But unusual science fiction set in contemporary times rather than the future. Okay. I guess that's that's one of the positive reviews. Good enough. Anyway. Anyways, that's my pants. Steaks. Uh, mine is another uh, kind of genre parody that I think missed the mark. And I might be getting some pushback from you guys, but I just didn't find this movie fun or enjoyable even when I was Don't a child. Don't say it. Last Action Hero. Ah, terrible movie. Oh, Last Action Hero. That is what, terrible. what about it? Stab me in the heart. What about Good, it? Good clean fun. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, it's like, why would I buy this car and crash it up? They just, there's yeah, all these bits uh, uh, in between I guess the two I'm, worlds. I'm in the minority Crossing here. through the yeah, screen. You definitely are. The... Since we're going to this next, I'll go ahead and let you know that this was my most underrated Underrated film. performance. So we have one of our first ever uh, cross-examination I, showdowns. Uh, I think Last Action Hero is... State your case. It's just, it was magical, is what it was. As a kid watching it, I thought it was magical. I would say to myself, oh, I wish this would happen to me. Um, maybe that's just being a naive kid, but... Um, hey, Dan, here's this magical movie ticket. I used to have it when I was a kid. You, you oh, you're going to go meet your favorite You know, when they bring, and then when they bring, um, what was it? Was it the, the Strangler guy or the yeah. vampire and it's the, yeah. the menace? Um, He's... Running around there. I thought, you know, again, we all watched this movie when we were children, so we had uh, different um, reactions as children, and for me, I just really loved, I, I loved that it was a parody and it was a spoof of an action movie, and Arnold was supposed to be cheesy. Yeah. And Sylvester Stallone played him in real life, and they go to the red carpet, and Arnold's there seeing himself played by Sylvester Stallone or whatever it was. And um, yeah, it's almost like that really great moment just, in Ocean's Twelve when they're like, "You look a lot like Julia Roberts, Julia Roberts." Yeah, yeah. exactly. Stuff that kind like, of there's there's that a stuff fine makes line. Me, that stuff makes me laugh, and <laughs> uh, and it was just to me, I must have been in an innocent, lighthearted mood when I watched it. I wasn't looking for anything groundbreaking or Academy Award winning, and it hit the spot. Movie. And I still watch it. I think I've, I've watched it once in the last year, and I still thoroughly you enjoyed really it. You watched it? Man. It was on TV. It was on, like, Showtime. What fucking network? It was, it was probably done by that something in mail that also <laughs> <laughs> reviewed a junior. It was, yeah. it was someone um, that had recorded but it liked, on their something. I like the last action hero, so sorry to steal your thunder about talking so much shit about it, which is the worst no, movie segment. It. But no, it's I good. thought it was appropriate to just... Segway into my most underrated. Okay. There you have it. There we go. Gauntlet thrown down. I'm a, it's a very polarizing stance because I've already talked to a few people today that love it. Won six Razzies, including worst movie. No, no, no. Worst it was nominated for five and it didn't win any of them. Really? Okay. Get your facts straight. I got my fact checker here. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Didn't win any of them. All right. So what does Fair that say? Enough. Maybe you just uh, won the argument. Didn't win one Razzie and you're telling me it's a bad movie? <laughs> How many did Junior win? So anyway, down over to JC, underrated. Uh, this movie had also been mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, for me, um, it's a racer, purely for just like the entertainment value of it. Like, I'm all in on the action in this movie, like the plot of it, whatever. Um, but I just I love the action scenes. They're in a plane. They're in a zoo with, like, alligators. Like, the zoo gets flooded. 
It's the worst CGI. Oh, it's terrible. Um, the it, alligator is just, or crocodile, whatever it is. They're so bad. It's awful. Um, it's such a weird part of that movie when they're just, she's like, searching meet for me him. at the zoo. Yeah. I'm like, the zoo? Like, um, of course, public place. Right. At the zoo. So, like, this was like at 35% on Rotten Tomatoes, and anytime this, this is like a classic on pretty frequently like cable TV movie, like they'll play it on like TNT and TBS or whatever. I paid three ninety nine. Yeah, that's <laughs> sad. Um, but I just love the action in it. It keeps me entertained. Um, I do kind of like the story of it, where he's like, like a tra- like erases people I yeah. people's identity and like mm-hmm. helps them like restart their lives. Like the dude um, that he got the job at the bar. Um, I think it was a gay bar that he got him a job at. Yeah. To like hide him there. Um, so the story itself wasn't that bad. The action in it was good. James Conn's in it. I'm always in on that. James Conn, James Cromwell, yeah. Yeah. James Coburn. I, I do so remember the, James Conn. Yeah, he's, uh, he's quite the, the asshole in the movie. Um, Vanessa Williams is in it. She this is. This is when they were trying to make her a star. She yep. just won the Miss USA or whatever. Yep. Good looking woman, trying. yeah. She is very attractive. Uh, and learning how to act in this. It's really cool because Arnold's very cool in this. He is. He's very, he's very... On his own turf. He is. He's like, he knows this movie. Also, the production of this movie, uh, I had found out in doing some research, it was very troubled. Mm. Because there were a lot of different times, a lot of different hurdles where this movie could have not been canned or not been made, and Arnold really kept it afloat and really put a lot of his own skin in the game and yeah. kept the creative team together. The producer and the director hated each other. Classic Hollywood story. But Arnold really fought to make this movie happen. And it was... The CGI is like isn't a huge story in it but the Jurassic Park had come out there was this huge rush instead of doing puppets and animatronics to do CGI so they 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 really try to go for it and uh, and it's the same company that did Terminator that tried to do CGI and it just wasn't ready yet yeah Yeah, the the, CGI and Terminator 1 if you don't remember terrible terrible Uh, but it's I don't know. It's definitely second tier, Arnold. Yeah, and I'm all in on it. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not. You gonna... thought I think you, you thought the potential was there, and they fell short, and that's what makes you the most upset. No, I, I'm not necessarily upset. I like I like the way that the movie turned out. I'm not saying it's one of his best. I think it probably gets a lot more shit than it actually deserves. Um, is kind of my stance with it. I'm kind of like your last action hero. Like I don't. You actually, I think, think Last Action Hero is like a great movie. Um, I don't think Erased is a great movie, but I don't think it's terrible as it's kind of been portrayed as. Oh, wait, I, I'm sorry. We're on underrated. Yeah. I yes. I we're on worst movies. Okay. No, 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 no. 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 We're with it. So I was with you. So, yeah, it's 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 second tier. It does have a really solid cast. And it even does. Like James Cromwell's in it. There's that Murderer's Row. It's James Penn, James Colbert, and James Cromwell. Yeah. And I think just it's it's decent action. The, the scene where he's escaping the plane is at the height of absurdity. Oh, hundred um, percent. Throws uh, throws the parachute out. Goes gets it. Get it. Goes and gets it. The plane circles back around. Yep. He's got a clip some pilot. Yes. <laughs> but then in the process, his chute gets tangled. Has to yep. cut the chute. Open a new chute. Backup chute lands maybe, on a car. Maybe forty junk- feet before yeah. he hits the junkyard. Lands on a car in a junkyard. Yeah, uh, just nothing. Everything's aligned. That but if any, anybody could do it, it's Arnold. Yeah, that's true. That's why he's an action hero. But to uh, to clip the plane. No. <laughs> Firing bullets at thirty thousand feet, just right through the windshield, right through the cockpit. 
So um, that was that's Arnold for you right there. That yeah. is Arnold for you. Don't mess with him. So, uh, for mine, my underrated actually is an acting departure. I fucked up my chair, trying to avoid that plane. Yeah. Uh, my, it's a, it's an acting departure, and it's the movie Maggie. Did you guys ever see the movie? Didn't Maggie? see it. Nope. Saw you. So just real quick, it's Arnold's is, and it's obviously him now getting back into the Hollywood scene. And it's the first time he's ever done any acting. There's no and, and when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, okay, it's like Arnold make, meets Walking Dead. Because obviously mm. zombies are back. But it's really more kind of the pace of 28 Days Later. He's not okay. cracking skulls. There's actually never any sort of violent confrontation. And this zombie kind of apocalypse or, or, or uh, outbreak, if you get bit, you don't like turn right away. It takes about three weeks to a month for you to make the transition. So it's very much like him providing a comfortable place for her, his daughter, who's played by Abigail Breslin, she's really good, um, to slowly turn. And it's kind of the, do I take her to this you know, center where they have everybody and, and you know, it's kind of a containment area. And there's, there's some rumors about it being a very nasty place and all the all the inmates are eating each other and stuff or do I kill her myself kind of mm. old yeller style and like yeah. what, what's that decision going to be like uh, and, and you know just kind of them dealing with the process and it's very slow burn like it's not again I want to say it's like a drama and so it's kind of really cool to see Arnold without all those Arnold-isms and you know without any sort of action twist or element and you know it's not a comedy and he's just really going for an acting departure and I just appreciated it it's not the most amazing movie but definitely Arnold like you've never seen him before so you know, check you it got, out. yeah if you got a couple hours again it's slow it's a little slower so I just want to set the expectation mm. but if you want to see Aunt Arnold ever really try to act I don't no <laughs> he wants more it's last good. action hero and he's good that's the cool thing is that it's not it's not that he gave it a shot and it didn't work like he's actually really good I'm interested to see him do more you know I kind of I like the drama stuff so um, that would be my underrated as well let's before we get into alternative casting, I want to leave some time for shout-outs. So there's some, some movies that were left off of our list. So let's just give some, some love to it. Anything that you, you were hard-pressed and you just it didn't make your list but you want to talk about real quick, Dan? Uh, Jingle all the way. Okay. Almost made my worst list, so we are still... <laughs> Jingle All the Way was uh, damn entertaining if you're in the movie if, if you're in the mood for a Christmas movie. Yeah, I'm in the mood for more Sinbad. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sinbad. Who isn't? Yeah. Um, gotta get the key. Uh, Conan, Conan the Barbarian, I liked a lot. Okay. Uh, it's a slow movie, but it's uh, it's a good one. So yeah. Conan the Barbarian. James Earl Jones, baby. Yeah. James Earl Jones, fantastic yeah. in that. Conan the Destroyer, both of them. Uh, what about you, JC? Uh, not especially. I mean, I, I think looking back, um, just kind of revisiting his just his whole story, kind of how he, you know, was like came to America and like couldn't really speak English, had this really heavy accent, and became probably the biggest action hero of all time um, after he was a bodybuilder and probably the best bodybuilder on the planet for a 10 year 10 year stretch 
Um, the documentary Pumping Iron um, is getting remade at the Sweat uh, Studio by yes, Jeremy Clements and well. Bob Pants is going to be playing Arnold. Um, it's going to be more of a transformation. You get the um, same stance on sex. Yeah, <laughs> more of a transformation doc as opposed to him getting ready for the, uh, yeah, the, the event. Yeah, the event itself. So that kind of like for me, looking back on it, really thrusted him into the national spotlight. At that point, bodybuilding was kind of looked at as like this really weird like circus sideshow type of deal. And when Pumping Iron came out, it turned it into this like actual like sport and event. Um, so for me, that's really the only one that wasn't mentioned. Um, it was a documentary, so it's not like he was acting in yeah. it. But other than that, I think we covered all of his uh, his hits and misses. I have a few. So Twins, directed oh, by yeah, Ian yeah. Reitman. Him and Danny DeVito. It's his first non-action. It was his first venture into comedy. He's really playful. There's a really good scene with him and Danny DeVito where Danny DeVito realizes that he's all of the leftover genes that nobody wanted. <laughs> he's like, I'm the crap. And I just remember that. It is I think that would be the easiest role for Darcy to slot into. Yeah, yeah, If we exactly. were going to put him in an in a Arnold movie. Yeah, <laughs> the crap. The just crap slide genes. him right into that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Darcy is also one of the henchmen uh, getting eaten by the alligator yes. in a racer. Um, another one I had is just one of my favorite movies from my childhood, and I went and rewatched it. I can't believe that I left it off my list, but Kindergarten Cop. Oh, yeah. Kindergarten Cop. Great movie. Great movie. Absolutely. Movie has it all. Uh, it has a villain with a ponytail. Mm-hmm. It's got multiple interrogation scenes, uh, ferrets. Kids, and, and you know, this kind of started the run of uh, action guy hangs out with room full of children. Yep, uh, which is still pretty prevalent today. Uh, it dealt with divorce. That was kind of a lot of a lot of divorce movies were coming out around that time. Uh, but yeah, just not a ton of action. There's one little action scene, but it, you know, he does more and, and, and it has less machine guns. Uh, in that movie. There is a little girl who constantly has to go to the bathroom yeah. in the class, and so that would be the Darcia character. Yes, I believe. yes, he does make frequent trips. I got it, Mr. Kimmel. I got it, pee. Yeah, it's also really funny how thirsty the mothers are. Apparently, mm, he like moves to this divorce them. town in, yeah. in Oregon, and just it's full of just these divorcees. Yeah, they love them. They want a piece. This kindergarten uh, bodybuilder, yeah, a perfect man in the world. Uh, so those those were just a, a few commando. Yeah. Uh, commando just in terms of body count probably his most kills. If you're just looking for him to explode shit, go there. check out early Alyssa Milano in that. And then the sixth day, I still I watched the sixth day and had a blast this weekend. I think so, I've seen it once. I don't think I've seen that at all. So the sixth day is a is a cloning movie. Yeah. So he finds he he comes home from a day at work and he there's there's this like other. Arnold in his house. So there's two Arnolds, and he finds out he's been cloned accidentally. How long ago was that made? Uh, in the 90s? Yeah, in the late 90s. Uh, yeah, Mike Rapp is in it. Mike oh. Rappaport. Robert Duvall is and in it. And does End of Days have anything to do with Sixth Day? End of Days is a different movie. Okay. Sixth Day is the, the God created man on the sixth day, so it's like creationism conversation. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just some shout outs. So let's get into alternative casting. Um, before we get into, I also had Jingle on the way as my, mm. <laughs> so uh, alternative casting, as, 
What about Jingle All the Way? Just that was it was one of my nominees for worst. But let's I'm not just... saying it's a good movie. It's a Christmas movie, oh, and I thought it's a good Christmas movie. Okay. But we're not talking about Christmas movies, are we? No, we're talking about Sinbad. So alternative movies, other movies, uh, other things that Arnold was considered for uh, in Hollywood before we give him give him ours was first was obvious, but The Incredible Hulk, the Lou Ferrigno, mm. when they were painting a giant person. So yeah. he was considered to play, and they, they went with Ferrigno instead. Another one which I thought was very interesting, and I need to do more fact-checking on it, but originally he was supposed to play Kyle Reese in Terminator, and oh. he decided to play the Terminator, and James Cameron was like, no, like I need you, my star to like have more lines, and the Terminator doesn't say anything, and Arnold was like, yeah, that That would have been a totally different movie. Yes, exactly. Uh, like, who's more, because then... Who plays John this? Con- yeah, he's because I think I think invincible. I think yeah I think one of the reasons why it works is because like Kyle Reese was just a regular guy like yeah. if you have Arnold playing that role this huge dude it, I don't it just doesn't work but another one's John McClane uh, same mm. guy who did Predator same director so John McClane he was considered for one one interesting one was uh, Gentle Giant Fezzik in The Princess Bride okay. instead of Andre the Andre Giant, the Giant. Uh, and I think that would work really yeah, well. Yeah, that would Yeah. And he would actually be more understandable somehow than Andre the Giant in a different Flash be. Gordon. There's a lot of, like, 80s. Uh, Flash Gordon, Judge Dredd. Uh, he, there, uh, in 1996, 1996, oh, wow. Ridley Scott was trying to do an I Am Legend. Mm. He ended up uh, not doing that, but he was considered for that. Uh, Robocop. Harry Stamper in Armageddon. Which should have been... Huh, Interesting. He was considered for roles in so The Rock. So Bruce Willis role ever. Yeah. The Rock, uh, The Saint, Face Off, he was rumored for all of those. And then, uh, originally James Cameron was going to do a Spider-Man, but it got canceled. But they were going to have him play Doc Ock in okay. Spider-Man as well. Okay. So now that we know some of the Hollywood alternative castings, Dan, what would be a, a role you think Arnold could step into and have some success? I didn't come up with a specific role. What I said was that every action movie ever made would be better with Arnold as your lead man. Wow, it's a hot take. So, also, I have to put a shout out that, um, well, I'll get, uh, you guys get on with No, your do your alternate You're cast. there. I forgot to mention Running Man when you were going over yes. movies. Okay. So, shout out to a Lord. lot of people think that Hunger Games is a knockoff on Running Man. What would you say to that? Kind of. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I can see it. it's not the, like, dystopian future, but definitely speaks to the, the media thirst and hunger for violence and that's really what that movie's playing off of which still exists to this day Fair. a lot of movie a lot of points a lot of sci-fi and stuff that, that takes a shot at the media the, the themes are still relevant today Fair. and just the extreme nature that we might go to good, good enough I don't want to take up too much of your time no I, I, I just for, I had that written down as one of my other movies to talk about I forgot so anyways Don't that's worry. my alternate casting <laughs> it's very general and broad Jeremy, give me something more specific. The viewers, the listeners want to hear some specific. Um, to to kind of uh, to again push back on your comment there, your hot take about any action movie ever made. It's like the sixth time you push back. On I that know show. that's part of the deal. Um, got a lot of pushback. Today. A lot of pushback today. Um, I, like while while Bob was reading some of those roles that he was considered, like Arnold is such a physical presence that. Thinking like him playing John McClane, I think makes Die Hard a totally different. Yeah, every man thinks gone. Right, it's a totally different and not as good movie. Could he fit in the ventilation? Probably not. Oh, the building point. comes yeah. down. They don't even do that scene. Right. Hey, motherfucker. 
So California, I have a few laughs. Right. So I see him in roles like you were saying, like RoboCop or The Incredible Hulk. Those are things just because of his physical stature um, that I think make him a fit for those roles. While you were talking about your movie, that movie Maggie, about how it was more of a drama, that's what I would like or would have liked to have seen him try at some point. I think his closest contemporary was Sly Stallone, like career-wise, that arc that they had in the 80s. Like, Sly Stallone, I think, played more, and maybe it's because of the accent that Arnold has, it's a little tougher for him, but some of the roles that Sly Stallone played that were not action hero uh, roles, I would have liked to see Arnold maybe get a shot at, like, Copland. Copland, yeah. Like, see Arnold play, like, just this... Like hard on, like hard on his luck, down on his luck, like cop, regular alcoholic. dude, alcoholic, like has all these issues, just wants to like Someone get through the day, right? With a little more depth, like Sly Stallone and Copland is awesome in that role. So I would have loved to see him do something where he wasn't like this action hero or like even in the non-action hero roles, like in Kindergarten Cop, he's like this huge dude that's a cop that is undercover um like twins he's whatever but he's still like you said like this genetic freak and danny devito gets like yeah get the darcia gene so just have him play like a regular dude the best that he could where it wasn't like focused on just like the physical stature it's always been this hook yeah so it's it's interesting to to, to think of him like and that. And I'm sure for him it's like a gift and a curse. Like, it's done great. He's done great with it. He's maximized it, but... In terms of, do you think, on the topic of Slice Alone, if they if they went, like, Drago, but not Russian, but German, do you think them in the... Or is he too, like... I don't know if he's has that, like, athletic build. Yeah, I think, it like, Drago is... And I don't know, like, real life who's taller, but Drago seems taller than Arnold in real life. And yeah, Drago seems like he's just more just athletic. Like Arnold seems like he's just like this big dude that could walk through a wall. Like he's not gonna go around, he's gonna go through. Yeah. You know true. what I mean? So that would be a little tricky. Um Okay. But Okay, cool. So for mine, um and, and just to, to piggyback off of your wanting to see him play a little more a little more every man if it's possible, yeah. I put uh, I have three. So one of them is Will Smith's Hancock, just okay. kind of that broken, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still kind of yeah. that godlike That's figure, a good one. superhero, yeah. but yeah. also troubled. You give the shit a lot of thought. Yeah, That's okay. very good. Thanks. Yeah, so the broken god kind of, uh, yeah. to, to, to give it a little more human, but also it makes sense to have the, the physicality. It's a great would, would be one. Good. Also, I had Marvin Sin City, so okay. the Mickey Rourke. Yeah, 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 It's a great, great movie. Nancy, that broke his face, yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I thought that, and, I, and again, I think that's one of Rourke's, Mickey Rourke's best characters. Yeah, ever. but I just would be it would it would be <laughs> it'd be interesting to, to see that happen. And also, this final one is is slightly blasphemy, and, and by no means do I think the movie would be elevated with Schwarzenegger. Uh-oh. But Uh-oh. tell me, Perkis in Heavyweights. Ugh. I just think, of, given the kids. Given the kids, say say Ben Stiller doesn't exist. Yeah. Given the kids element and like the super fitness guy, but it would be a worse movie. I'm I'm saying it right now, and I just I I just had the thought pop into my head. I was thinking like fitness and kids. Yeah. Maybe it, it could be kind of fun. It would just 
it wouldn't I'm be gonna, as good. I'm going to retract my past statement and not just state that he would make any action movie better. He would make any movie ever better <laughs> if he was the lead role. Okay, yes, yeah, a puff piece. Dan yep. Franzo's case for everybody. Man. The world needs more. More uh, Arnold. More Arnold. So, uh, yeah, and Darcia would play any of the kids in heavyweights. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. before we go, do you guys have an item that you guys want me to last action joke before we send this home? Uh, microphone. Microphone. I can add it. So, I think, yeah. I don't know if dead air is the best thing on a podcast. Um, all right, all right, all right, I, I, I got it. So the guy's name is Mike, and Arnold walks up and he punches him out with a microphone, just poof, 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 and he goes, "You've just been dropped, Mike." Okay, there we okay. go. Perfect. Perfect. Cool. So with that said, I want to thank Dan Franzo for coming on. I want to thank JC for coming back on. I'm going to play you guys out now with some song from The Predator, the musical. Mm. Off, 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 off Broadway. A uh, song that I found on the internet. So we'll play you guys out. And thank you for listening, everybody. Have a good one. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, see you. Bye. Give me a break. If it bleeds, we can kill it. It's expendable. I say yeah, now take a stand. I won't fuck what I'll use. So instead of complaining, young bullshit's not gonna you should work. give us a hand. I got nothing better to do. Those eyes, they, they disappeared. It cut down my friend and it ran while I emptied that gun. If it bleeds, I, I saw it. it. I saw it, goddammit. Stop shaving, you don't have a beard. That thing will come back, and when it does, I'm gonna have me some fun. If it bleeds, if it bleeds, I'm gonna have me some fun. If it bleeds, if it bleeds, if it bleeds, we can kill it. If it bleeds, we can kill it. We can pull out the wind. We can pull out the wind. Set a trap for the monster. Set a trap for the monster. While we still have our skin. While we still have our skin. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Three men out there. I believe it can fall. When you're feeling down hard, just remember the call. If it bleeds, we can kill it.